Blog Talk Radio. The call has been answered. The descent has begun. Now, grab a front row seat as these larger-than-life superstars rise again. This August, the biggest event of the summer comes back to Los Angeles. In a maelstrom of malevolence, a vortex of vengeance, and a rain of wrath. They'll take your breath away for one night of epic proportions. SummerSlam returns to L.A. August 17th. What goes around always comes back around. Going down for real. It's going down for real. It's, it's going down for real. Which is a few short days before the biggest party of the summer, we welcome you to the second annual Summer Slam Spectacular here on the Old Taste Explosion Radio Network. It's me, it's me, it's that good old Double D, Dennis Daniel, and I'm here to get you ready for the biggest party of the summer. And don't worry, you don't got to bring any chips, drinks, or refreshments, because we're going to have a lot of fun here getting ready for the 27th annual WWE Summer Slam. I tell you what, this is going to be quite the event. So much action, so much drama, so much anger, and there's only one way that it can be solved at SummerSlam. I like SummerSlam. It's one of the biggest events of the summer, one of the main four for WWE in the year. You've got to put your best foot forward to bring out summer in a good way. And I think with all the heat and humidity we've been feeling, I think it's going to come to a climax this Sunday because we've got some of the most intense matches that we have seen from WWE in in quite a long time. And I am so excited because we are going to have a complete rundown of all the matches, a little bit look at some of the big matches, and a look at the big match that could steal the show, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match between champion John Cena and the number one contender, Brock Lesnar. That's going to be a match that you're not going to want to miss, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. So SummerSlam has been about one thing, good old-fashioned American wrestling. However, That is at a threat this Sunday in a very, very special match as we see a real American, Jack Swagger, take on the Bulgarian brute, the Russian super athlete, Rusev. Now, we saw these two compete last month at WWE Battleground. However, Rusev used a little bit of a cunning tactic by ramming Jack Swagger's head into the ring post and getting into the ring before he could answer a 10 count. Now, this upcoming match at SummerSlam is going to be special because it will be a flag match. We don't see many flag matches in WWE nowadays, and probably for good reason. They're reserved for two superstars of different nations, different beliefs, that have such animosity towards each other. This match should prove 
Who is the dominating nation? Now, the rules are very simple. You're going to have two flags hung in the opposite corners of the superstars. In Swagger's corner, you're going to have the Russian flag. And in Rusev's corner, you're going to have the American flag. So, the object of the match is to get to your flag first. Of course, that means you've got to beat your opponent silly while they try to beat you to get their flag. But whoever can get their flag first will not only win the match, but show their proud and dominance up for their nation as they wave it in front of a packed stable center. Let's go back a few weeks ago on Monday Night Raw when Lana and Rusev issued the challenge to Swagger and Coulter. lifestyles, ideals, beliefs, principles, going at it in a good old-fashioned legendary flag match. Who will walk away the winner, and which is the true red, white, and blue of the world? We'll find out this Sunday at SummerSlam. We now turn our attention to a match that's more than just about a championship. It's about two friends who grew up close to each other, but are now bitter enemies. It is the Intercontinental Championship match, as current champion The Miz takes on the show-off Dolph Ziggler. The Miz shocked the world when he won the Intercontinental Championship at the Battleground Battle Royal, and Mr. Show-off himself became number one contender the following night on Raw. However, as we would learn with a candid interview with Michael Cole, this is more than just about a championship belt. It's about history. Your relationship with Miz, a lot of people don't realize this, but you guys have uh, spent a lot of time together. Uh, yeah, it's we've had... Uh... Since we were kids, we grew up a couple minutes apart. In the Cleveland area. In the Cleveland area. A uh, couple minutes apart, both had dreams of being WWE superstars, being the best. And uh, at some point along the way, uh, one of us worked really hard, scratched and clawed for everything we could possibly get. And uh, one of us went a little Hollywood, as you uh, have said before. <laughs> and, uh, man, that's, that's where the two of us kind of 
we don't mesh up anymore. We're not friends. We're not looking to hang out with each other. I can't stand that guy. Um, and right now, he's the Intercontinental Champion. The Intercontinental Championship, you have held it uh, once before. Um, what does it mean to Dolph Ziggler to be Intercontinental Champion? Oh, wow. Um, winning the Intercontinental Championship the very first time for me was this huge milestone because as I had grown up, I, I lived off watching some of those Intercontinental Championship matches. Some of the greatest superstars of all time, Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels, The Rock and Triple H tearing each other apart for that prestigious title. Well, you've got to give them a plug, JBL. <laughs> Technically, he was too. I, I hope he pays you for those. Um, I want to talk about your social media following. Uh, it's huge. Yeah. One of the most popular superstars in all of WWE on social media. Is this because the WWE fans want to follow you, or is it because you're sort of catering to that fan base? <laughs> have you followed my Twitter account? I do. I don't understand it a lot, but I, I do. <laughs> I would say grab a grown-up or have JBL explain it to <laughs> okay. break it down for you. It's pretty smart, good stuff, mm -hmm. and I could understand why that following is there for me. But at the end of the day, Michael, I, I do what I do, and there's a reason people follow me. There's a reason people are rooting for me. It's because I'm the show-off and I, I back it up. You use that word not only today but a lot, mm -hmm. uh, the show-off. It's great to have a nickname like that, but at some point, Dolph, you know, you're going to have to back this up. And when does show-off become nothing more than just hype? That's a good question. I, uh, my entire life, I've had a chip on my shoulder wanting to be the best, whether it was in Little League Baseball, football, wrestling, wrestling at Kent State University, Division I, standing out and breaking the all-time wins record just, just to hope that somehow I'd have a chance to get my foot in the door at WWE, just hoping that one day I could be a WWE superstar. I found a way to always show off, steal the show, be the best, and in the WWE, I haven't always lived up to that name, and that's, that's real. I, um, I've stolen shows. I've gone above and beyond, whether I had 30 seconds or 30 minutes, and somehow, at some point, you have to deliver. You have to go to that next level, or it does become all hype. You have a chance to deliver, though, at SummerSlam. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, God, me and The Miz, two totally different paths. One of us sees that Intercontinental Championship as a prop, and one of us sees that Intercontinental Champion for what it is. It is a stepping stone to being the best. It is a stepping stone for being the next guy in the WWE, and I have to. At SummerSlam, I have to deliver. And when I get in the ring against Miz, I will steal the show at SummerSlam. So as we see, it's more than just a championship title that's on the line here. You've got two superstars who grew up together, you know, lived parallel lives to each other. And you get to see now two friends turned rivals compete at one of the biggest shows of the year for one of the most coveted titles in the industry. 
But can the assassin of awesome take on the show off and walk away with his coveted title? We'll find out this Sunday at SummerSlam. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the awesome match between Divas Champion AJ Lee and Paige, the upcoming match between Chris Jericho and Bray Wyatt, and Brie Bella's face-off with Miss Authority herself, Stephanie McMahon. You are listening to the second annual SummerSlam Spectacular here on the Altice Explosion Radio Network. This is J.J. Dillon, the leader of the original Four Horsemen and WWE Hall of Famer Class of 2012. And you're listening to The Dennis Daniels Show, and you better not touch that dial. Welcome back to the second annual SummerSlam Spectacular here on the Altitude Explosion Radio Network. If you're just joining us, we have been running down the match card for this Sunday's 27th annual WWE SummerSlam pay-per-view event. And I tell you what, we've barely crossed the tip of the iceberg. We've got some more great matches coming up, like this one. It's great friends turn better enemies as Divas Champion AJ Lee defends against her new rival, Paige. Let's face it, these two put on a wrestling clinic in the Divas division and have made the Divas division more entertaining and watchable. But however, however, what will happen when these two former friends turned frenemies, turned enemies, compete for the Divas championship at SummerSlam? Let's take a look at how this match came to be. Your congratulations. What am I do to you what I did to every single diva last night? Why don't I beat you? I will put my title on the line. Let's get a referee out here right now. Night, you my 
can't call it rubber match, but I got lucky tonight, and we're sort of even. You did absolutely amazing tonight, and we did have a really, really tough fight, but congratulations, and you know what? It isn't the end of us yet, so I just want to say congratulations, okay, Pumpkin, and I'll see you soon. Her, among every other diva, thinks that I am just irrelevant. So I'm just a fluke. That they can just underestimate me every single day of the week, and I keep proving every single one of them wrong. Hey, headbutt, AJ! I told you to turn in my house! I am your real friend, and if you don't believe me, then I guess you're crazy. What did you just call me? Bring it out! I don't play little girl games. I want to talk crap about you. It's gonna be your face. Like a real woman. Once upon a time, there was an adorable queen. But then one dark day, an evil witch came and stole her her. We belong in that ring together, you and I are some of Paige has become consumed with bitterness and jealousy after losing her title the same way AJ Lee lost her title to Paige. So will Paige extract the ultimate revenge and get back her Divas Championship, becoming a two-time Divas Champion? Or can Senorita Crazy Pants retain at SummerSlam? We'll find out this Sunday. We now turn to a match that we have two opposite personalities. One is the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, and when you see him, you will never, ever be the same again. And then you've got the Eater of Worlds, and we'll want you to follow the Bussins. Oh, that's the best I can do. We've got Chris Jericho taking on Bray Wyatt. Now, we thought a battleground it would be over between these two highly motivational superstars. However, it was just the tip of the iceberg. We're now seeing a new rivalry form between these two highly popular superstars. One is breaking the walls down and saving us from the great evil, and the other is trying to save us from the shepherds that make us the sheep of WWE, if that makes sense. It sounds better when he says it. I, I don't know if I say it right, but hey, I'm not Bray Wyatt, am I? <laughs> Let's go back to this past Monday on Raw when Michael Cole sat down with Bray Wyatt and Chris Jericho in the same room face-to-face. Do you remember your dreams when you were a child? Because I remember you. I remember a scared little boy who wanted... Nothing more in life than to live up to his daddy. <laughs> I wonder, can you still see the disappointment in his eye? <laughs> it drowned you. 
it left a hole, a hole so big that the only way you sought out to fill it was by becoming a savior of your own. But you can't even save yourself. See? I know lots about you, Chris, but you don't really know anything about me. So let me tell you about me. Let me tell you about how every time I try to dream, when I close my eyes, all I hear is their scream. About my reoccurring nightmare that happens over and over and over again. But never once, Chris, did I claim to be a savior. Because I'm not. Matter of fact, the only thing that I live for in this life is to help people who can't help themselves. That's the thing, Chris. You can't just whisper them words anymore. You have to scream it until their ears bleed. (laughs) And that's it. I figured it out. The key to the universe. The only way to truly help someone is to hurt them in a way. And believe me, Chris, as long as I've been on this world, I have hurt a lot of people. And for this, I am not the least bit sorry. (laughs) I can't can't resist an urge. There are no consequences for my actions. I have no conscience. I do not heed to the laws of mankind. I do not believe in heaven or hell. Matter of fact, I hate everything that this whole damn world has ever created. Me. I am a monster, Chris. I'm Bray Wyatt, the eater of worlds. The human race is decimated with its lack of fortitude. You, Chris, you exemplify that weakness. But there is a pale horse on the rising, Chris. And he's coming for you. That's on the smile. This smile will be the last thing you ever see, Savior. <laughs> Savior. <laughs> Not a Savior, Wyatt. But after 15 years of being in the WWE and all the things I've done, wins, losses, championships, everything in between, I've become a survivor. And one of the reasons for being a survivor is you never know what you're going to get with Chris Jericho, Wyatt. A lot of different faces, a lot of different sides to Chris Jericho. I can't promise you which Jericho you're going to see at SummerSlam, but I can promise you this. I'm going to follow the buzzards. I'm going to grab them. I'm going to shove them right down your throat. I'm going to be the first man in WWE history to leave you speechless and shut you up for good. Again, two incredible talents on the mic 
in the ring, face-to-face, selling it like no other superstars can. But you can only have one winner at SummerSlam, and it's going to be tough to pick a winner, and you've got to give it to both of these guys because they are going to steal the show this Sunday at SummerSlam. Will Bray Wyatt finally put Chris Jericho down, or will Chris Jericho finally shut up the mad rantings of the Eater of Worlds? We'll find out this Sunday. Now we turn our attention to a more of an internal affair in the WWE. Ever since her sister's departure from WWE at Payback, Brie Bella has been fighting an uphill battle with the matriarch of the authority, Stephanie McMahon. And it's been kind of a back-and-forth battle that has had both sides in handcuffs, both sides beaten, and both sides just angry. And you know what they say, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Let's take a look at this awesome rivalry leading up to their match at SummerSlam. The last year I've had to sit back and watch my family get tortured. I couldn't take it anymore. You can't fire me. I quit! Nikki Bella has been put through her own personal hell, all because of a confrontation last month at Payback Pay-Per-View between Nikki's sister Brie and Stephanie McMahon. Hey, it's Nikki's sister Brie! Oh, oh, look, it's the quitter, Brie Bella. Security, eject this woman, or you are a vindictive to beat you, but I'm going to embarrass you. You say you're going to 
embarrass me at SummerSlam? Well, guess what? I'm embarrassed just to be in the same ring as you. You are nothing more than a wannabe reality star who abandoned her injured husband, stole the spotlight from her sister just to make a name off of me at SummerSlam. Who's the piece of trash now, Bree? Oh. Hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. What is she doing here? And at SummerSlam, I'm going to put an end to your pathetic attempt to make history. At SummerSlam, I am going to tear your heart out. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Bryan's physical therapist, Megan Miller. I've been having an affair with Daniel Bryan. And Bree and Stephanie going out of here. Yeah, Bree trying for the S-lock. Look at the S-lock on Stephanie. I'm going to tear. Megan Miller decided to press charges. Your And if you make bail, then I'll see you at SummerSlam. Yeah, I want to go for the record. Is I want to give Triple H uh, big points for holding back uh, Brie Bella with a table. Wow, you are the cerebral assassin. Man, you held back a woman while your wife beat up on her sister. You know, I got a couple Girl Scouts down my street that are selling cookies. Why don't you come and beat them up a little bit there, tough guy? Well, this could be a very interesting match. You've got... Not only a sister scorned by the authority, who's trying to fight for everyone that Stephanie has pointed her finger in their faces, but Stephanie looks like she may have more of the cards in her hand, not only with Triple H, but she has the power to make this match anything. It's like they say, you can never know what's going to happen when you fight a McMahon. We'll find out who will walk away the dominant diva this Sunday at SummerSlam. We're going to take one more quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to run down the three final matches of SummerSlam. Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins, and the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match between John Cena and Brock Lesnar. You're listening to the second annual SummerSlam Spectacular here on the Altice Explosion Radio Network. This is J.J. Dillon, the leader of the original Four Horsemen and WWE Hall of Famer class of 2012. And you're listening to The Dennis Daniels Show, and you better not touch that dial. Welcome back to the second annual SummerSlam Spectacular here on the All Taste Explosion Radio Network. We're running down the match card for this Sunday's 27th annual WWE SummerSlam. And we've got some more matches coming up. I know I said it was going to be a half-hour show, but we've got so much to cover, we're blowing past the half-hour mark. So I hope you got a refill there, because we're going to go a little further. Now we turn our attention to a match that hasn't got a lot of attention, but I think could be a really good one. It's the Viper Randy Orton against the muscle of the former Shield, Roman Reigns. 
these two powerhouses have been at each other's throats since it was announced that Randy Orton was supposed to be the number one contender for the title at SummerSlam. However, Roman Reigns didn't think that was a good idea and decided to show Orton a little thing or two about places in line. So, so far, they have been at each other's throats trying to one-up each other in different competitions. However, these two will have a big clash collision this Sunday at SummerSlam. However, a few weeks ago on SmackDown, Randy Orton made it clear that Roman Reigns needs to be put in his place. Last Monday night on Raw, I was informed by Triple H that Brock Lesnar would be facing John Cena at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. Now, I have no issue with Lesnar, but everyone knows that I am the one who truly deserves to be in that championship match. And the only reason I am not in that championship match is because of one Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns stands in the way of my legitimate right to become champion. As long as he's around, apparently I won't get what I so richly deserve. So I took it upon myself last Monday night on Raw to deliver a little message to Roman. A very clear and very distinct message. John, it was supposed to be Kane versus Roman Reigns, but before Roman Reigns could even make it to the ring, make it out of the WWE Universe, he was assaulted, attacked by Randy Orton. Kane would deliver a choke slam, basically handing Reigns to Orton, and Orton would not disappoint. The apex predator unleashed on Roman Reigns, continually screaming at Reigns. I'll show you what happens to people who steal from me. It was Victor Jordan on the attack. And then one and two RKO's on the announce table. Never again. Never again. So, Roman, I dare you, I dare you at SummerSlam to step into the ring with me, a venomous, cold-blooded viper who will inject poison into your veins and watch you ride in agony, curling up in a little ball, a tight little ball on the floor, just like you did last Monday night on Raw. And Roman, you can believe in that. You never want to get a snake mad, and with Orton as the apex predator and the viper, Roman Reigns could bite off a little bit more than he could chew. However, with the competition thrown at him by corporate Kane, it would seem that Reigns is in perfect condition to teach Orton a thing or two come this Sunday at SummerSlam. Will we be able to believe in the power of Reigns, or will Orton bring down the fall of the Roman Empire? We'll find out again this Sunday. Now imagine I am personally excited for because it features a Cincinnati local. That's right, Dean Ambrose finally gets his hands on backstabbing Seth Rollins. Since his betrayal following payback, Rollins has been the authorities' golden boy. And, how, and while that may seem good for him, a lot of superstars have been stepped on because of him, including former partner, former partner Dean Ambrose. 
and Ambrose has been doing everything in his power to get his hands on Seth Rollins. Of course, the authority has made it their key mission to protect Mr. Money in the Bank. However, a few weeks ago, during a beat-the-clock challenge on Raw to determine their match stipulation at SummerSlam, Seth Rollins got a little carried away when Dean Ambrose tried to give his own personal touch to his Money in the Bank briefcase, resulting in a loss to Heath Slater, which is you know pretty good for Slater, but bad for Rollins. The following Friday, Dean Ambrose would announce that their match at SummerSlam would be a lumberjack match, meaning the ring will be surrounded by superstars who both want to get their hands on Rollins and ensure that he doesn't get away from Ambrose. Let's take a quick look at how these two former partners came to meet. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima. <laughs> the Shield was untouchable. We dominated WWE. We beat everybody. We beat everybody. Little do we know, we had a cancer inside of us. That cancer's name. Cancer's name was Seth. Rollins. The greatest faction in the history of WWE. Created by me. I have the right to destroy my own creation. Seth Rollins. My brother. brother. History is full of people like you, Seth. And a guy that would stab his brother in the back. Sell out to the authority. I bought into the evolution of Seth Rollins. It took a lot of guts to do what I did. Evolution. I stabbed my brothers in the back. Everybody better start believing in Seth Rollins. Be on your toes. Step in that room every time I want you to wonder if Ambrose, even. Both of you come down here right now. Fucking kick your teeth down the floor. When I walk in this building, this is part. I'm like Moses, a dog with rabies. I'm the king of my own universe. I'm this generation of terrible tales of wrestling men. Now, when I get the opportunity to know this is going to be serious by your ear from the rip. You can hair out by the roots, stuff it in your mouth, or your teeth. Fingers broken, 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 broken. You gotta create opportunities. Mr. Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins. This here is my goal. That makes me the future of this company. Briefcase your old mess. It's loaded with TNT. It's gonna blow up in your face, Seth. Architect to put together a faction like the Shield. They owe me every ounce of success they have ever achieved. I took the Shield to the very top, as high as we could go. We beat everybody. We conquered the world. You know what I learned? I learned that to be a success, you have to evolve. You have to adapt. I promise we will tear each other apart. Dean Ambrose is a lunatic. Given a week to his own devices, he's face down in a ditch. I'm gonna haunt, haunt. Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. Shield versus Shield. Before he knew what hit him, struck my brother, struck him too. Run, Seth! Run, Seth! 
nothing, nothing I would love more than to curb stop your face, face into the mouth. There ain't no running, ain't no hiding in a lumberjack. Don't, don't, don't think I would you walk, walk over there, body. You can't plan for Dean Ambrose. You know what your problem is? You like to think with your heart, and not your head. Your ass belongs to me. I'm gonna get more than my money's worth. End of the line. Summer slam. This is the day. This is money. Seth Rollins is an enemy for life. For life. Summer Slam is the end for you. Together we're so much stronger. Many people have been saying that this could go either way. Seth Rollins has nowhere else to go and a lot of enemies surrounding him. So it's essentially a pool full of sharks and he's on a very, very thin piece of island. However, Dean Ambrose has nowhere else to hide. Let's face it, that guy has put himself in more tight places than Houdini ever could. This could go either way, but all I can say is this. We're going to have one great lumberjack match this Sunday at SummerSlam as Dean Ambrose takes on Seth Rollins. Do you hear that? That is the sound of a storm on the horizon. And the main event of SummerSlam this year. I tell you what, this could steal the entire show. We're looking at match of the year potential. It is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship as John Cena defends against the Beast, the one in 21 and one Brock Lesnar. Folks, I could sit here and paint you a beautiful picture of what this match means. How it's two very heated rivals going at it for the most coveted prize in the industry. Or the story of a man who is obsessed with destruction and carnage. Tearing the very heart of the WWE out of its chest. Holding it in his hands. Still beating. Slowly fading. And dying in his cold, dead grip. However, that wouldn't be justice. So I will let this promo... Paint the picture. Bad things happen to good people when you step into the ring with Brock Lesnar. Who is Brock Lesnar? I'm an ass-kicking son of a bitch. I don't respect anybody. I don't care what people think about me. I could give two who I piss off throughout my entire day, all right? I came back to the company because I want to be a WWE champion again. I don't give a who's in my way as long as I get the pure satisfaction of getting my hands on my opponent and making him feel my pain. That's what makes me happy. If you want to wrap your head around my world, then you have to understand one thing. I enjoy hurting people. Everything that has been put in front of Brock Lesnar, I conquer, I defeat, I win when I have to win. Hell, I'm coming off the, the biggest win of my career in the WWE. I just beat The Undertaker. Two decades of dominance, the greatest streak ever is over. But the thing is, I knew I was going to beat The Undertaker. 
Everybody knew I was going to beat The Undertaker. They just didn't want to believe it. For God's sakes, why wouldn't Brock Lesnar be able to beat The Undertaker? Because he's some mythical god? It's not rocket science, people. Why wouldn't Brock Lesnar be able to beat The Undertaker? Why can't Brock Lesnar beat John Cena at SummerSlam? Cena's on the top of the ladder! Cena for the championship! John Cena is a 15-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion! You're going to ask probably a lot of questions about a lot of accomplishments I've, I've had. I would much rather not talk about myself, my successes. That's, I'm very fortunate to be where I'm at. But I think the reason why I am where I'm at is because I don't do anything but look forward. I see what's in front of me. That's it. Brock Lesnar. He's easily the most difficult person I've ever been in the ring with. He's also the most gifted athlete I've ever seen. His height, his weight, his strength, his mobility, his agility, his endurance, his mean streak. The good news for me is I've been in the ring with Brock Lesnar, and I know what it, I know what I'm in store for. I'm gonna rip John Cena limb from limb, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be ugly, people. It is and will be the toughest match of my life. You know, Paul Heyman went out uh, a few weeks ago and said, I'm in the beating of a lifetime. It's like going out and saying the sun will come up tomorrow. Of course, I know that. I know that. But I also know what it takes to beat him. John Cena, you are going to be hurt. Come get some. Beaten. Come get some. Victimized. Come get some. Conquered. Come get some. 40 men have been able to say that they were champions. One beast has defeated the streak. I want to be the one that beat the one. I left this company, went out and made a name for myself. I came back to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. But if I would have stayed here, there would be no such thing as John Cena. Nobody would know who John Cena is. He'd have been buying boxes of Fruity Pebbles and eating them at home instead of getting paid to eat him. Brock Lesnar left at the right time because if he had stayed, there'd be no Brock Lesnar. He left, he found something he was extremely successful at, where he could have one fight every so often, and now comes back for one fight every so often. He's a mercenary. He's a hired gun that works for money. Period. I speak very passionately about this because I love this company. And for 12 years, I have dedicated my life to this company. 12 years, every show, all the time. I'm not going in to lose. I'm going in to win. That 300-pound gorilla has no passion for anything but himself. He is big. He is strong. But what separates me from him, Jack, is heart. And when the chips are down, he may beat the hell out of me. But he's going to have to beat every last breath out of this body. Because I'm headed to SummerSlam champion, and I'm walking out with this son of a bitch. I'm going to rip John Cena apart at SummerSlam. And then I'm going to stand before him holding the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. 
with pride. I'm going to leave him in a pile of blood and urine and vomit. I can honestly say at no time has there ever been a greater threat to John Cena, not only championship-wise, but bodily-wise, than when he gets in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is not a wrestler. He is a warrior, an assassin, a hired mercenary by the authority with one goal, to not only take the WWE World Championship away from John Cena, but to leave him in a pile of blood, urine, and vomit. He painted a picture of what he is going to do to John Cena. However, John Cena is very adamant. I think the most adamant we have seen him in years to ensure that he remains the champion at all costs. And to be honest, this match has had such a toll on the WWE Universe. Friends of mine have switched from hating Cena to loving him and respecting him. That's how epic this match is going to be. This is going to be a match that ranks up there with Hogan Andre, Hogan Savage. Uh, I can't even think of any other times in WWE when the title has meant less than the actual match itself. This is, going, this is not going to be a simple match. This is not going to be a 1-2-3 match. This is going to be an all-out, brutal, casualty-inflicted, blood-spilling war. And you're going to see two gladiators. This, this even dates back to the Roman Empire, when two men battled to the death. Someone is not going to get up from this match. They are going to be carted out. And the way it's going, we can't even give you a prediction. So this match is going to steal the show. I would not be surprised if this was match of the year quality. John Cena, Brock Lesnar, for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship this Sunday at SummerSlam. So before we let you go, let's run down the match card one more time for you guys and give you our predictions on who's going to walk away the winners at SummerSlam. We kick off with, of course, none other than the Intercontinental Championship between The Miz and Dolph Ziggler. It is the true battle for Cleveland as we see two Ohio-born natives go at it again for the Intercontinental Championship. We got to give it to Mr. Showoff because, hey, it's time that he gets some more championship gold around that beautiful six-pack waist. So look for Dolph Ziggler to become the new IC champion this Sunday. We've also got a flag match, Jack Swagger versus Rusev. Who is the true red, white, and blue of the world? We're Americans, and we only got to say one thing. We the people. Swagger to dominate Rusev this Sunday at SummerSlam. Chris Jericho will take on the Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt, in a one-on-one competition. We gotta give it to Bray Wyatt. He just seems to have the, the mental edge over Chris Jericho. Jericho has won at Battleground, so look for Bray Wyatt to even the score this Sunday at SummerSlam. Now, let it be known, Chris Jericho won several matches throughout the upcoming weeks 
to eliminate Harper and Rowan from ringside. So this is a one-on-one battle between two superstars of different beliefs. You've got Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon. This isn't even a fight anymore. It is a brutal battle for diva domination in WWE. Brie is fighting an uphill battle against the monarchy of WWE. And the matriarch herself wants to silence Brie once and for all. This is about months of pent-up frustration, anguish, and just one-upping each other. Both have been arrested. Both have been assaulted. But it comes to a head this Sunday. I gotta give it to Brie. Brie wants this more than Stephanie. But you can't count out Stephanie, though. The leader of the authority can turn this match on its head. So, but, but we gotta give it to Brie, though. Roman Reigns will take on the Viper Randy Orton. This is gonna be something that you may not see once in a while, but you know is gonna steal the show. So give it up to Roman Reigns, because the Roman Empire is gonna reign supreme and knock the Apex Predator back onto the endangered species list. A lumberjack match between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. We gotta give it to Cincinnati-born Dean Ambrose, because he is crazy enough to take that advantage of a lumberjack match and pin Seth Rollins in a corner where he has nowhere else to run. And I wouldn't be too surprised if a couple of those lumberjacks had a few uh, choice fists and kicks to give to Mr. Rollins. You know, Seth, when you push people around, don't be surprised if they decide to push you back. For the Divas Championship, AJ Lee will take on Enemy Page. Let's see what happens when Senorita Crazy Pants takes on the black-haired Raven out for revenge. We gotta give it to AJ Lee, because you can't beat crazy. Paige is angry, not crazy. So AJ to retain the Sunday. And last but not least, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, WWE World Heavyweight Championship, the biggest fight of the summer. Again, this is going to be a war. The gold belts are just a, a side prize to this. You have got two guys who are going to beat the living snot out of each other. Snot, blood, sweat. Nothing is going to remain on that ring but a massacre. And John Cena has never been seen. John Cena has never seen a greater enemy in Brock Lesnar. But we gotta give it to Cena. Cena is going to dominate Brock Lesnar. It's not going to be pretty, but he's going to find a way to do it. So Cena to win and retain at SummerSlam. Well, unfortunately, that's going to do it for this installment of the Altice Explosion. I want to thank you guys for tuning in for our second annual SummerSlam Spectacular. And we got to say, this SummerSlam, phew, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. We will see you guys next time for our second annual Night of Champions Countdown set to take place Friday, September 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Blog Talk Radio. So until we see you down the road, this is Dennis Daniel from the Altice Explosion saying, see you guys at SummerSlam. It's going down for real.